Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. If they're giving you their attention and even taking the time to write on one of your images or one of your pieces of content, you can at least thank them for that and be appreciative. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on, how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session. Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend him. I've worked with him before. I'm currently working with him right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take him up on his offer. Get a free coaching session, coachwithtrevor.com. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I hope you're having a Best Ever weekend. Today is Sunday, so we're going to do a special segment called Skill Set Sunday. And uh, we're going to teach you, I'm not going to teach you, our Best Ever guest is going to teach you how to generate business results with Instagram. With us, we have an Instagram expert who has generated results within that platform and has created quite a company from it. So with that being said, how you doing, Nathan Chan? I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, nice to have you on the show, my friend, and a little bit about Nathan, and then we'll get into it. He is based in Melbourne, Australia, as you can probably tell from his wonderful accent. <laughs> He's the creator of Founder Magazine. You can say hi to him at F-O-U-N-D-R 
Mag. Oh, actually, it's F O U N D R Mag, right? Is there yep. R in there? Yep, no yeah. E. No e. I, I couldn't tell if there was a smudge on my screen or not. Um, so <laughs> F O U N D R, there is a smudge. R Mag.com and his company's Instagram, Instagram.com uh, forward slash founder, F O U N D R magazine. His company is in the top 10 ranked business and investing magazine category within the app store. They went from zero followers to 10,000 followers on Instagram in two weeks and from zero to over 110,000 in five months. So with that being said, Nathan, you want to give a little bit of background on yourself and your company, and then we'll get into how to generate business results with Instagram. Yeah, sure thing, my man. So pretty much we were looking for a channel to grow founder and, uh, you know, I tried a few other things like Facebook ads, you know, uh, buying like, you know, uh, driving people to our Facebook page, content marketing, Twitter, all sorts of things and Google ads and you know, all sorts of things. And, uh, nothing was really working. And, uh, I thought maybe I should try Instagram just for full transparency, Joe, to your audience. We've built our Instagram page from zero to, 480,000 almost and that's been it's that's taken us 13 months just a fresh update so uh yeah close to half Sweet. a million we'll, we get to we'll, wow. we'll hit half a million in 13 months which um is pretty cool but i think the coolest part is is we've generated at least 70,000 email newsletter subscribers in the past eight months since we've been pushing people to download our lead magnets and sign up to our email newsletter and uh, who wouldn't want that many leads in such a short period of time, right? Absolutely. And it's great because with real estate, I mean, Instagram is a, a great platform because of the visual nature of real estate. We have something tangible and that is Instagram. You show pictures and it's a visual type of platform. So there's alignment there. And then also on the lead generation with the 70,000 email newsletter subscribers in eight months, exactly who wouldn't want that type of, of lead flow coming in. So how did you do it? Yeah, big picture, uh, I think, is produce content that is really valuable to our audience that people want to share and they want to tell their friends and we produce it on a consistent basis so you know since we've been on instagram for the past 13 months there hasn't been like you know, honestly there's only been uh one day since i've missed posting and then it's just being extremely consistent man all right can you give it some examples of the content that is resonating yeah, for us, the kind of content that resonates uh, are quotes. Quotes uh, in our market, like the entrepreneurial, startup, motivational type market, for some reason, quotes work extremely well. They are quite visual, you would say, and uh, you can consume them and, and read and uh, just like something with a couple of sentences or one sentence and, and understand the message. And they seem to trigger a really strong emotion. They work really, really well for us. How do you differentiate your company with quotes from a lot of other profiles that have quotes? Yeah, so for us, 
we differentiate ourselves because not only do we use quotes, but we have content around our magazine or behind the scenes of what happening, what we what we're up to, or you know, um, also our podcast, and we post quite frequently around uh, those kinds of things. Plus, we have a, a detailed description in our bio about what we're all about. And then from there, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the main way to differentiate ourselves. So, like, yeah, I agree. That's a really great question. There, there are a lot of quote pages, but for us, you know, a lot of these quote pages they're not a legitimate brand in the sense that they don't have a magazine or a podcast, or and they're not a media company. And they don't produce the kind of content that we produce. And what is your business objective for being on Instagram? Purely to build exposure but the main goal is to build our email newsletter and also of course um it goes without saying uh you know spread the message of the brand and and try and uh i guess impact and help as many people as we can and with the email newsletter once they become uh, a subscriber at that point, they get used to your content, and then ultimately, hopefully, they end up being a paying customer for the magazine. Yeah, that's the plan. Whether it's the magazine or or, or our Instagram course, uh, and we're building a whole ton more products as we speak. Yeah, that that is the plan because uh, we've found that email, even though it is overcrowded and everybody gets too many, uh, it is a, still a very very powerful space. When you post a quote, do you have a designer that does the layout or is there a certain app or system that you have that you plug and play? Yeah, so for us, we use a few different tools and they're just little tools that you can use on your phone. So we do have a couple of designers that do a lot of work for us and work pretty much in-house. But for our Instagram page, we do not uh, get our designer to design anything really. It's all done by our, uh, one of our virtual assistants and we use just little apps that you can use on your phone or your tablet. And those apps that I highly recommend, you can use WordSwag or Typorama. That's how you get the text onto the graphics. And then also you could use uh, Canva, C-A-N-V-A, which is a web-based application to create uh, content as well. As a founder of a company that's had a lot of traction in a relatively short amount of time and with focus on Instagram, have you branched out into other platforms now and focused more time on that? Or have you focused majority of efforts on Instagram? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think in terms of social media, Instagram is still our number one focus and, and will be until you know this, this customer acquisition channel isn't as powerful as it is right now. Um, but I will be honest in the sense that you know uh, I hardly even touch our Instagram that much anymore. I've pretty much outsourced it. There are still certain things that I do, but I do not spend nowhere near as much time as I used to, especially in the early days. So our focus in terms of marketing, we're beginning to be quite aggressive on the content marketing front and also like guest posting and stuff like that. So yeah, look, we do definitely have other focuses. We've got other focuses on product, but in terms of marketing and in terms of social media marketing, Instagram is still our number one focus still to this day. It's our number one uh, channel for customer acquisition. 
Is there engagement within the posts that you, you or your team do? I mean, it sounds like it's your team if there is any. Sorry. As far as responding to comments, things like that. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So our VA, Angela, she uses a tool called IconoSquare that allows you – you can just log in from a web browser and you can you can do commenting on our page. So, so we make sure that either herself or myself, if I'm just jumping in there and doing a post or whatever – uh, but she does a lot of the posting, but I do it sometimes too. Like we make sure we comment and, and, and that's really, really important. We write back to people in our, that are in our community and, and try and help them out if we can and, and acknowledge that they're taking the time out of their day, which I think is a big one, Joe. It's, we're in the attention game right now. Like it's so difficult to get someone's attention if they're giving you their attention and even taking the time to write on one of your images or one of your pieces of content, you can at least thank them for that and be appreciative. So I do have a big emphasis on that. Um, I must also comment on our engagement. We get like the, like just as an example, this is how powerful Instagram is. Like we have close to half a million followers, not far off. And like some of our images get over 10,000 likes. Some of our images get over thousands of comments, uh, which is absolutely incredible. And with, with that, do you make it a point to comment for every comment that someone has, comment back to them and say thank you? Or if they give a, a comment that doesn't lend itself towards further dialogue, you leave it alone? If it doesn't lend to further dialogue, we leave it alone. But if people ask questions or tell, you know, show show their appreciation, we always write back. Yes. For someone starting out with an Instagram account, what should be their focus and how should they set it up for success from structuring the page to identifying kind of what they're posting and, and engagement? The first thing you need to do is get very, very clear on the goal of your account. Um, not only just like around the content, but what are you trying to do with it? Like what's the sales process? Because I think that's really, really important. If you don't have a goal for your account, some people just get on Instagram and they want to get more followers and that's fine. But I always want to find a return on investment personally for my time or my spend. You know, if I'm spending money, you know, like if we're spending money on Facebook ads, you know, how are we going to get a return? So if you're spending time on Instagram and you're trying to build a a successful profitable business or increase your profits what can you do with instagram so the first thing you need to do i think is is set a really really clear goal of whether it's to get more leads and put somebody through a certain type of funnel or is it to get more sales and send someone to a sales page or is it to get that person's phone number send them to a certain landing page i don't know what that is but you have to be very very clear on that and then i think the next piece of the puzzle is to have a consistent theme so in your case with your community it's all about real estate right so whatever the theme is whatever kind of homes that you're posting or whatever i think you need to be very very clear on that and you know you don't post uh, photos of your your dog or your pets or what you've had for for dinner and and your family like you know you have to be really really clear that you have a consistent theme and then another thing you want to be doing is you want to know who the top influencers are in your niche and industry and you want to look at the kind of content they're posting and the kind of content that works and then you also want to try and build relationships with a lot of these influencers on Instagram because a lot of it is business development and partnerships. 
And one of the quickest ways, like one of the most powerful ways I've found to grow, Joe, is from using uh, uh, S for S, shout out for shout out, share for share. And uh, S for S is the acronym and it means share for share, shout out for shout out. And what that means is you post someone else's content and they will post yours on their page. And uh, it's simply like I scratch your back, you scratch mine and you expose each other to each other's audiences, and that can work very, very, very well. And um, that's why business development and networking is critical. And then the next piece of the puzzle also is if you're going to use Instagram, you need to commit to a consistent strategy of not only just the theme of your account, but also how much you post and you're just like serving cool stuff to your market on a daily basis. Because if you drop the ball, like consistency is everything, man, especially when it comes to social media. So if you drop the ball, then, you know, all your work is hard work is lost. Think of it like the snowball effect. As the snowball keeps rolling down the hill, it keeps collecting more snow. With the building relationships with top influencers and doing the S for S to share for share, is that something that is explicitly stated and agreed upon behind the scenes or is that something that happens organically as you're sharing content? Uh, it happens definitely when you when you agree upon it. And whatever you do, do not ask if you have a thousand followers and somebody that you've identified is serving a similar or exact type audience as you and they have a hundred thousand followers please do not go and ask them, can you shout me out or want to do an S for S? Because that is not a mutually beneficial exchange in value. What you want to do, you either want to find accounts with a similar size audience to you and build your way up, or alternatively, you can pay for someone to shout you out. And there are many accounts in every single niche you can imagine that do paid shout outs. So they're your two options, but please do not... Ask someone to do a share for share when it's not a mutually beneficial exchange in value because you're going to be disappointed. What are the costs typically for the paid one? It really does depend on the market and the niche. Too hard to say, but you know, if an account has you know a hundred thousand followers, depending on the niche, you might be spending a couple of hundred bucks, or you might be spending less. It really depends. Anything else that we should talk about as it relates to generating business results with Instagram? I think one thing to be noted is Instagram is a very, very powerful platform. You can make a lot of sales off there. Uh, but I just think people need to understand that it's not something that happens overnight. For some people, even like what we did in two weeks with our Instagram page, we, we grew it from zero to 10,000 followers in two weeks. Uh, you know, some people might think that that's amazing and now we're at like close to half a million. I think what people need to understand is that it's actually not about the number of followers and it just really takes time to build it up. And you have to be patient and, and consistent and uh, just keep you know working on it. For me, I had a bit of time on my hands because when I started on Instagram, you know, 
Founder's been out for two and a half years. I started while I was working my day job. It's my first business. And when I left my day job, it took me about a year to build it up so I could leave my day job. And then what happened was we didn't have like a go-to channel. And uh, for us, you know, I had a bit of time just searching for those channels. And uh, when I first started in the first two weeks, I was spending like four or five hours a day in those first few two weeks just trying to work out everything that it takes to you know grow your instagram account i I networked and and hit up a lot of people and just tried to serve first and ask later and uh it paid off but yeah i just really want people to understand that it does take time and lastly nathan where can the best ever listeners reach you and and learn more yeah, so the best place you can find us is foundermag.com, F-O-U-N-D-R-Mag.com. But also, if you'd like, we have created this free epic ebook that you can download for free if you go to foundermag.com forward slash free. People love the ebook. Uh, we could definitely charge for it. But uh, yeah, it talks about a lot of the things that we've talked about, Joe, and so much more. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for being on the show and talking us through how you've generated business results through Instagram, some of the Instagram, well, overall your approach to provide, produce content that people want to share and tell their friends, love the step-by-step process that you walked us through at the end. One, get very clear on the goal of your account. What's the ROI? Are you looking for leads? Are you looking to put them through a funnel to get phone number, etc.? Uh, then make sure you have a consistent theme. Three, know who are the top influencers in your area or your topic or your theme. Then build relationships with them. If it's mutually beneficial, meaning they have a similar number of people following them, then you could do a share for share, S for S. If not, then there are other ways to approach it for larger accounts. Perhaps you pay them. And then be consistent about the posting. It's all about, you've mentioned a couple times, the consistency. You said Instagram's a powerful platform. You can get sales, but it's not something that happens overnight. And hearing your story, I think it's easy to perceive that. But certainly behind the scenes, there's a lot of work that's involved. Love that you went through the Instagram tools with virtual assistants that you use and the different apps like WordSwag, Typerama, and Canya, C-A-N-Y-A. Um, oh, and Canva, C-A-N-V-A, sorry. Canva, yes. My, my computer, again, was playing, was being tricky, and it's there's a squiggly red line underneath it, so I couldn't tell if it was a V or a Y. Um, <laughs> and, and, then, and then the other one is uh, I-C-O-N-O square, is that right? Yep, Icono square. Icono square, where um, your virtual assistant logs in and does the commenting on the page. So thanks so much for being on the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Hope you have the best ever weekend. You're welcome. You too. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. One challenge you might be coming across in your real estate endeavors is finding the funding for your deals. And if so, then there's a creative funding workshop in Nashville, Tennessee, March 4th and 5th, hosted by not one, but two previous best ever guests, Sharon Vornholt and Bill Walston. You can check out more information at louisvillegalsrealestateblog.com forward slash creative finance. That's louisvillegalsrealestateblog.com forward slash creative finance. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com 
Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016.